The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. A shortage of tomatoes in the spring because of problems in Spain and the Netherlands. Importing potatoes to the home of potatoes. Why? And why do we import so many apples? The ways of providing fruit and veg for the table are a bit of a mystery. And we're joined now by Justin Leonard, Managing Director of Jackie Leonard and Sons, one of the capital's oldest fruit and vegetable providers. Uh, Justin, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Thanks um, for having me on. I raise those questions of, you know, you know, the provision of fruit and veg. I mean, we could grow a lot of stuff that we import. Why don't we? Well, the, the simple um, fact of the matter is, Pat, we've lost an awful lot of our growers. Um, over the years, in, in the last 10, 15, 20 years, we've, we've lost a considerable amount of growers who've just gone out of the business just because it's too hard, they're not supported. And um, unfortunately, their land has either gone for building or the, the farms have just been lost and we haven't replaced those people. There's no new young blood coming into the business. Uh, and as a result, we have less product. Now, uh, the, the challenge of growing uh, fruit and veg, and that, that's what we're primarily talking about because it seems that dairy for the moment and beef production is uh, still roaring along. But um, is the problem, you know, the free market in the sense that it's hard to grow a carrot and know you'll get the price when a carrot might come in from somewhere else at half the price? Well, this is the problem. Like, we've we've had a really poor summer. Um, we've had a poor spring. We had a desperate winter and we had a bad summer last year. So, obviously, if a grower goes out, he has to put his seed in, wait for it to become a plant, transplant planted wait for it to become the finished article whether it's a carrot cauliflower turnip or potato when the weather is against you either temperatures are too hot or too cold and the product doesn't grow he's at the the risk of losing the entire crop and at the end of the day all his good work all his effort is gone and in, in turn he's not getting the the production cost value for his product um below production cost selling is something that's been going on since we uh, got rid of the below cost selling, which is about 10, 15 years ago. And it's just a, a free for all and whoever can produce the most at the, at the cheapest price puts the product onto market. And then in turn, the grower who, you know, has, has lost the crop or hasn't produced the crop, he can't get the price for the mm. product. And as a result, it's just, it's too hard for, for the growers to stay in business. Now, um, the traders say in Moore Street or the retailers of, uh, of, uh, grocery uh, will go to the fruit market and they'll buy uh, their box of carrots or their sacks of potatoes or, or whatever. But the big multiples, they tend to contract, don't they? So they've a guaranteed supply chain. Are they doing their bit for the Irish farmer? So the Irish farmer has some kind of certainty. Well, the the problem there is, Pat, not every grower in the country is a supplier of the multiples. And whereby if you're lucky enough to be one of those uh, suppliers, yes, you have a guaranteed market um, for your produce and, and more or less a guaranteed price. But the point being that not every grower in the country grows for the multiples. So the perception of the price of fresh produce in the grocery store is not does not always reflect the actual cost of product to actually grow that product. So, I mean, if the likes of the multiples have a special offer for carrots, let's say at Christmas, you know, 49 cents, Brussels sprouts, heads of celery, and be that even imported fruits, 
the public perceives that that is the price of the product. Um, but it's not, you know, um, produce costs a lot to sell and, you know, everyone can have a lost leader and something to entice people in the door. And that that's great for the public. You know, the public need, especially at the moment with the cost of inflation, the public need uh, produce to be as cheap as possible. But it doesn't reflect on the actual price to grow that mm. product. And as a result, growers who can't achieve the price for what, what it costs them to grow, they say, what's the point in... Yeah, but are there any crops? What's the point in all my hard work and effort? Justin, are there any crops that they could diversify into that are more guaranteed? Um, you know, I look at the apple trees in my garden, and you know, year in year out, they produce apples, and maybe it's because of the long growing cycle. Um, but they generally produce a lot of apples, no matter what the spring and summer has been like in the autumn. There they are. Um, so, are there crops that are more reliable and that can be produced? at a predictable uh, price in the market? Well, I mean, like, you know, when it comes to root crops, potatoes, carrots. Oh, we seem to be losing uh, Justin. We'll just hang on a second in case it returns. Yep, Justin? Yeah, yeah. We lost you there. You say when it comes to the price of root crops, like uh, potatoes and carrots and so on? And, and turnips, potatoes, onions and apples. Yes, we can grow them. We have the climate in this country to grow them. But the problem being in the last two years, we've had extremely hot summers and extremely wet winters. And it's not conducive to the, to, to the crop and the crop doesn't grow. Um, and then the, the problem being that, you know, if you don't, your crop doesn't come in, nobody is subsidizing the grower for the loss of product that they didn't get to, you know, finished, get, didn't get to grow. And that's a bigger problem, really, than what the prop, uh, crops are that we can grow. It's, it's to ensure that the, the growers get a fair price for the effort and work that they've put in to grow that crop. Yeah. And that's just not happening at the moment. But is there any mechanism by which that can be done? Because you'd be thinking of EU competition rules and so on. And if we start offering subsidies to our vegetable growers, uh, they'd be screaming blue murder in Brussels. Exactly. Yeah, but, the, the, you know, so therefore, you know, the easiest way to do it is where possible and, and where available. Buy Irish produce, support your local grower, support your local greengrocer. Um, as we always said in the market, the pie was made round to go round and everybody deserves a slice of the cake. So, you know, maybe if the consumer just had a little second thought about where they actually yeah. pro- purchased their produce and, and give everybody a, a little bit of, of a, a, a go at, at where they buy it, you know, more and more growers then might say, well, look, the produce is saleable and there is a market for it and we can stay in business. Well, I was uh, on holiday in Portugal recently. I was uh, in the supermarket uh, looking for onions and uh, I couldn't find, at that on that day, I couldn't find Portuguese onions. There were Spanish onions and remarkably, there were onions from Peru. And I thought, yeah. my God, what are they doing importing onions from Peru? But that's where they came from. But the, the problem there was last summer, we had an extremely hot summer, like again this year, all over Europe, and the crop was down about 30%. So then when we the onions are harvested, you know, between September, October, and stored over the winter and we used them, the, the volumes just weren't there. So in turn, then you have to look for somewhere else to purchase the onions from, and that's generally outside of the EU and, and more or less Southern Hemisphere. So that's another problem we have. Same with potatoes. We had a 30% reduction in the crop of potatoes Europe-wide last year. And that led to a shortage of potatoes for the last, say, six weeks. 
And yeah. now we've had a really wet March. Uh, growers couldn't get out to put their, their, their potatoes in early. And they're about delayed about six weeks. So we're just hoping that conditions remain mm-hmm. fine for the rest of the summer here, that when the growers go to harvest in September, that we, we have a good potato crop. And if not, we're going to be back to importing them again. Mm. If, well, I have if to say, uh, Justin, uh, the, the Queens, the new potatoes are lovely at the moment yeah fantastic but again the the problem being because it was so wet in march size is very very small and the volumes aren't there you know justin thank you very much for joining us justin leonard who's managing director of jackie leonard and sons the pat kenny show with aviva insurance on news talk